Okie doke then. So, quizzes. I'm going to run through this fairly quickly, so get your pens out, ready to mark. No, people wouldn't cheat, would they? Mark, Sean? No. Okay. I'm not saying anything. Okay, so, number one, I'm not going to read out all the names, um, but if you know the surname, then do shout it out. Number one? Jackson. Jackson, you are correct, Michael. Anyway, number two? Simpson, wonderful, yes. Number three? Baldwin, brilliant. Alex, Stephen, Billy Baldwin. Number four? The Adams family. Number five? Kardashian. You all know all these, don't you? Uh, Number six? Bush. George, Barbara, Jeb, Bush. Bush. Remember the President of the United States a while ago. Number seven? Kennedy, another presidential family. Number eight? Fonda, yeah. Have you got them all right so far? Very good. Number nine? Roosevelt, yes. Number ten? Beckham. Number eleven? Thatcher. Oh, we went down a bit there. Beckham, Thatcher. Number twelve? Hilton, yes. Number thirteen? Flintstone, yes. Number 14? Bronte, yes. Number 15? This was a hard... Oh, Potter, yes. I was going to say this was a hard one. Potter, Harry, James, Lily, Potter, Harry Potter. Okay, number 16? Hill. Hill, racing family. Number 17? Lennon, yes. Number 18. Yeah, what was the... Gru. Despicable Me films. Margot, Edith, Agnes, the children. Gru. Uh, Number 19. I'm sorry? Windsor. Yeah, Royal Family, Windsor, yes. And number 20. Von Trapp family. So, tot up your scores. What have you got? Close, close. Close, close to 20, but not quite. Who has 20 out of 20? Well, Simon, that's because you, 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 we did it together. Okay, uh, who, who, who didn't know the answers beforehand got 20 out of 20? Oh, excellent. 19? 19. 18? 17? 16? 15? 16? 15? 14? 15? 14? 12? Anyone below 10? You did well. Give yourselves a round of applause. Excellent, excellent. A joint effort. Well, that's okay. Team effort. Wonderful. Uh, Well, there's lots of interesting families in that quiz, isn't there? Some of them we probably want to be part of. We think I'd quite like to be in that family. And others we probably think most definitely I wouldn't want to be in that family. Because the things about families is they're very interesting. At moments, there's things that families do that they can be very proud of. But quite a lot of the time, there's things that families do that they'd like to forget. Moments when they get frustrated or or irritated. Moments when they're pushed to the limits and things don't go exactly as they'd want them to. There's a very famous family that's been around for 29 years now that often gets pushed to the limits and things get a little bit heated. I'd like you to take a look at this clip of film, if you would, on the screen. 
Now, some of us were able to relate to things like that, you know, that absolute frustration where you really wanted to do what Homer did, but you didn't, because you lovingly overcame that passion to destroy the toys. But some of us will relate to that, some of us might not relate to that, because all families are very, very different. But we all have something in common as families. We all have a story to tell. I saw this um, little notice you can buy for your family um, that should come up in a minute and you can put it up that says this, every family has a story to tell. Welcome to ours. Every family has a story to tell. And they tell it by the way they behave. They tell it by the way they act. They tell it by the way that they treat each other. They tell the stories of their values and their beliefs. They tell their stories of the way they love and the way they care through the way they interact together. And maybe that's one of the reasons that the church is known as the family of God, among other things. It's not just a building, as we've talked about before. It's not just a body, which we mentioned last week in the joint service. It's not just a temple or a collection of people, but we are together the family of God. And as the family of God, we have a story to tell. A story that is one that invites everyone into it. Because the thing about the family of God is it's not a family you're put into without any knowledge of your own. It's a family you're invited into. In the book of John, um, it says this, that there's an invitation given to everyone. And when people accept this invitation to be part of the family of God, they have the right to become children of God. Not in the way that babies are usually born, says the book of John. It's not because of the human desire or a human plan, but they are born of God. We are all invited to be part of the family of God. And when we accept that invitation, we become children of God, which I think is amazing. Children of Almighty God, the creator of the universe, delights to call us his children. But we also have a story to tell when we become part of the family of God. It is a story of love, a story of grace, a story of acceptance, a story of joy, a story of welcome, a story of sacrifice, a story of giving. One where whoever wants to can come into this family one where whoever you are or whatever has happened to you or wherever you've been or wherever your history or background you are invited to be part of this wonderful family it's a story of Jesus's love and sacrifice it's a story of transformation and hope and as the family of God our challenge is to tell this story Every family has a story to tell. As is a wonderful story. Jesus highlighted that story with his sacrifice and his offer of new life. But I wonder how we tell this story by the way we act towards each other and the way we treat each other and the things we do together. Is this the story that when people look at us, they see? Is this the one that they are welcome to be part of? Something I find quite challenging and something which is a challenge to us as well.